Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Kristen. Hey, Nicole. Hey, guys. Nicole Reeves, Kristen. (laughs) I know. I'm so excited to have her on the show today. You guys, it's Nicole Reeves. And I didn't know this because at Awesome Ladies Live, when I met her, she was just introduced me as Nicole. And then I only found out she was the Nicole Reeves that I followed forever and loved forever after the fact. So... Anyway, welcome, 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 welcome. We're so happy to have you. We have wife, mama, lifelong mission, mission, Michiganer, Michigander, Michigander. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. Just like I would be a New Yorker. Anyone who would introduce me, but love it. And you've been scrapbooking. I found out in one form or another for 13 years. I feel like I've known of you for all 13, maybe. And she is the craftiest female behind her website, NicoleReeves.com. Upon upon which visiting, I love that you're hitting the face with the five words: intentional memory keeping with less. And I think that's just like excellent <laughs> so welcome 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 yay thank you so yeah. happy to be here <laughs> yes. very good yeah um i spent a lot of the time with nicole over the last year we were uh accountability buddies <laughs> with uh each other in our business mastermind with tiffany han in her inner circle and then i invited her to be on the panel here at Awesome Ladies Live, and it was an incredible panel with Nicole, Amanda, uh, Alicia Joy, and uh, and, and Megan Mike. Anderson, of course. Right? How can I forget Megan? That's that's bad of me. Sorry, Megan. She's usually um, a given. You no, know, she's <laughs> she's just attached to me, yeah, so yeah. I just I just forget that she exists sometimes. Um. And that was such an amazing panel, and I want to thank you so much for being a part of it and making it an Awesome Ladies Live such a memorable event. It was really memorable for me, too. It was awesome, the whole thing, not just the panel. The whole weekend was very cool. Thanks. I agree. So happy to be a part of it. <laughs> so um, let's dive in. How did you... Amanda just said you've been memory keeping for 13 years. How did you first get started memory keeping? So back in 2005, my husband and I went to Europe for three weeks. He won his master's thesis and he got like this three week trip to Europe. That was his prize. So we traveled around and came back. And shortly after that, I, we had thousands of photos, of course, and I wanted something, I needed to do something with them, not just a photo album. So um, got into scrapbooking, um, whatever, like what was around back then was two peas around and just yeah. involved in all of that. There was a local scrapbook store here that um, I think I was going there like every week, at least once a week, just all the supplies and stuff. Um, so that was my first scrapbook I made was that Europe album. 
And then I joined the creative team at that scrapbook store and I got pregnant with my first, had her, um, started blogging. And then it probably wasn't until 2010 maybe that I started sharing on my blog what I was making. Um, and then, yeah, over the years I was on different creative teams and still blogging, sharing online, um, galleries and Instagram and all that. And yeah, I don't know. There's so much little, <laughs> little moments that are within yeah. all of that, but, um, yeah, now I'm still, still blogging, still sharing most of what I'm making, not all of it, but yeah. But it's definitely evolved. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because 2000, like any, to me, anything before 2010 is like pioneering of blogging. Like, I feel like that was really the sweet spot of blogging. Like when, yeah. when just a few people did it and still trying to figure out what it was. Right. And I was only doing it. Like I remember it was like a week before Morgan, she's 10. Mm. Um, it's like a week before she was born. I started this blog. Like I trying to think of what my domain name is mm. going to be. Right. Um, and I, I did it to share with my family about her, like just what's going to put a couple pictures up, share what she did that week and, um, kind of turned into more of like the memory keeping part of it. Yeah. And it's weird back then to think of how people, random people find you. Yeah. Like, it's not like it is now. Yeah. So that was, that was really cool. And yeah, even the like the people, the online design teams that had like how we all found each other, and that was even back before like, well, maybe it was the early days of Instagram, but yeah, yeah. So right, it wasn't like Facebook owned Instagram. It was like Instagram, when Instagram. Instagram. Was cool. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, back when we were like right, no, when we were on no forums, problems. and you would put like, hey let's get this new app Instagram so yeah. we can all see each other's layouts easier. Yeah. And yep. then that's how a lot of us became closer. Friends? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, that was a really cool time. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, the, the, the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, don't you feel like it was like driven by just the love of making Absolutely. as opposed to the love of being known as a maker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who's going to yeah. see my stuff today? Let's yeah. See. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Who can I impress? Who can I try and get in with now? Right. Like how it is yeah. now. But that's what I feel. I feel it was driven by like, oh my God, I love this so much and I, I just want to share it. And everyone's yeah. just appreciating the making. Yeah. Love but it. that's what happens when like commercialism right. makes its way in. Because right. it's like, if all you'd want to do is share with your friends, then it doesn't matter if, like, companies see you and, like, mm. want to sponsor you and send you things and, like, make you, like, the influencer. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, when companies want to do things, and, like, I don't mean, like, little companies, because it's wonderful when you can support small women-owned businesses absolutely but like you know target yeah or like 
companies that have, you know, huge and gigantic influence and can just throw millions and millions of dollars at someone. Or, you know, in our industry, it can be thousands of dollars at someone. And just say, like, hey, post this because you have thousands of followers now. Yeah. And and that happened so quickly when Facebook bought Instagram. Yeah. And it happens because, you know, things grow in value because they're cool and everyone loves them. And hopefully there will be something cool and we'll all love it just as much soon. Yeah. Because, like... That connectivity that we had at the beginning. Yeah. I want that back. And it made it so that there really was no elite. Like, that's how I feel. And I feel like there's some, uh, there's like an elite group, or at least there's one that's been established. But back in, then, when it was all about the connecting and all about the making, there was no elite. Like, we everyone were all was equals. elite. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like everyone just celebrated everyone. There wasn't just a select few that got to be elite. It was just, you know, I, I, I I hope this podcast breaks it down a little bit. And like even Ali Edwards, who you, you know, us as crafty ass females might consider elite. Like, I feel like she doesn't try to establish herself as so either almost. It's like she's good at breaking down that kind of pedestal or whatever, whatever. But anyway, yeah. And I I can't fault companies for like wanting to increase their reach and get their product out there. But uh, I think it's important for us to like – to work with people that we we would buy their stuff anyway right does that make maybe we're getting off on a way different tangent right but uh no it's on our brains we have to this is the place to voice it yeah (laughs) so yeah just keeping i don't know if that's part of being authentic or not maybe yeah uh but yeah. yeah so so you've been memory keeping for a crazy many years and you've been on creative teams and have you ever like was it always just this like thing that you love doing always love sharing were you ever approached by a company to kind of yeah so um sort of my initially it was just to like here's your here's some stuff this month you make this take photos of it share it whatever like that was the every month mm-hmm. responsibility um, there was, oh, I don't remember what year it was. Um, I got an opportunity from Studio Calico to handwrite some papers. Um, they made a, like a transparency and a pattern right. paper out of it. I randomly saw it at Michael's, um, maybe six months or so ago in oh. gold foil, which was yeah. really cool. Um, cause they, so Studio Calico is associated with American crafts, which mm-hmm. is their recollections. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how they all are mixed. Mm. Um, other than like, I did a little bit of design stuff for them, like journaling cards and things, but that was never my, yeah. Okay. I guess yeah. I never wanted to be like a designer. Yeah. 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 And you did a big picture class. Yeah. I've done yeah. three of those. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah, just it's it's like the um, the after effects of just being involved in the community and just keep participating like on the regular and then things like that kind of right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I do think that is helpful, like just being in their 
circle. Right. Well, yeah. And just, um, making them aware of your capabilities too, and what you're interested in doing. And I taught a bunch of classes for, uh, studio Calico and like contributing to their classes and stuff too. So, um, yeah, yeah. it's just either you, it's a yes or a no. And yeah, what's right for you or what you think you can, you have something to teach or it's worth sharing. And so what are you working on now? Um, so my main thing is the 20 questions album, little books that I made. Can I tell a backstory about that? Yes. I would love to hear the backstory. <laughs> so, um, when Morgan turned three, I made a scrapbook for her called 20 questions. And it was just a two page spread for each year. So from when she turned three until I went up to 18, age 18, I don't know if she's going to be like, oh my gosh, mom, this is so dumb. Um, but anyway, the idea is every year on her birthday, I ask her these 20 questions. Every year is the same 20 questions. Um, it's like, uh, what is your favorite color? What is your favorite song? What do you want for dinner on your birthday? Just things like that. So we've been doing this. She turned 10 back in June and we've been doing it. So that's like eight birthdays worth. Um, so yeah, so once she calls it, like, she doesn't want to do it anymore. Um, it's like an already completed scrapbook. So there's a photo yes. of her on the one side on the left, and then the interview is on the right. I love it. So, um, back then I shared that project on my blog. And so that was 2000, it was 2011. So that's when Pinterest was like blowing up Huge. you needed like an invite to get in there yeah it might have been around then or anyway so um it got really popular on there and people were asking how how can i do this where can i find all of this stuff so i ended up like within two months i opened an etsy shop i started making them um in a bunch of different colors i sell out of them in like two days um and i'd keep like rev like what's not working okay we're gonna the next version we're gonna do this differently and i just i did that for about eight or nine months or so so you were I printing them at home yeah i was printing out the printable like the it would be like a printable right yeah um so what size were they eight by eight cool um so yeah, I was, and I was like adhering the little, die, I'll call it a die cut. I would cut it on my silhouette, the cover, the little 20 questions quote bubble with a 20 in it. Um, some people wanted them customized. So I would like hand letter their kid's name on the cover. Um, and so these and were again, like intense. And at the time I had a one and a three-year-old, which <laughs> is insane. Um, so that quickly like and then i couldn't keep up i think i've told you about this kristen i couldn't the album i was using like i would order a certain number and they would only send me like three quarters of that or in different colors that i didn't want yes i told right so we've been talking about this like this is a wholesale problem yes that, like if you buy wholesale this is something you really need to take into consideration yeah so i was this is something we should talk about in after chatter yes 
Okay, so, so back to your backstory. So um, I ended up, I ended up um, designing a new book through Blurb. So these are, they're a little smaller. They're like seven by seven maybe. And there is just a soft cover photo book in five different colors. It's got all of the interviews from ages three to 18. The left side is blank. So you can add your child's photo. Um, so yeah, now people can buy them on demand. Like if someone wants a gift, they, mm-hmm. they just can go there and purchase one. And now in my Etsy shop, I have the colors available as printables for us more crafty, uh, crafty mamas, whatever, yeah. aunts, grandmas, whatever, that want to make their own album. Or if they awesome. want to incorporate it in like a Project Life album or a school album or something like that, they can, the printables are there to print out and... And they can have an insert and put in the pocket. Yes. Or yeah. Or so make what's, it, what's your Etsy shop? Uh, prompt shop. It's, there's a link. Everything you can find from NicoleReeves.com. But awesome. Um, yeah, the Etsy shop is Etsy.com slash prompt shop. PR. We'll link all to it in the show notes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Everyone can find you. Yeah. That's a really, really good solution. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I still have really big ideas for the whole thing because I'm not, um, maybe it's just my personality. I'm not entirely, um, like I, I can see, I can envision another version of it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like a it's hard... a crafty ass female trait. Right, is... right. Yeah. Are we ever completely satisfied? Yeah. With... <laughs> or we just are constantly like, I can make this better. This could be yeah. so much better this way. Like, right. and then as you evolve, the things you love to make evolve. Yeah, I've told my husband about that, and he's like, Why can't you just leave? Like everyone loves it. Just leave good enough alone and go work on something else. But so... you're passionate about it. I, it's been well received and I, and not that anyone's, I think it's my own, like I can see improvements right, in certain right. things. So sure. like I want to do a, I've gotten requests for like a, the English or Canadian, Australian, F-A-V-O-U-R-T-E. Yeah. yeah. So to yeah. that version, but little stuff like that. So anyway. <laughs> good. And it's so smart because I, like as a maker and a mini book stuff, I never even thought to like make a mini book, keep it on your shelf and it'd be the same one you pull every year. Right. Like that right. is so interesting because you're used to like, okay, where's my cover? Let me do my inserts for this month and then finish, done, mini book, next mini book. But I love that it's, it's one you'll keep. It's, that's like, the only thing you have to do yeah. year after year is pull it out, answer the questions, I love it. slap a photo in. And then do it again next year. And she okay. loves looking at, oh, we've done one or I've done one for my son too. And they love looking back and seeing what's changed and what's stayed the same. So it's really cute. I love it. And I can't it's the wait sweetest till. birthday tradition ever. Like it just yeah. makes your birthday that much special because you know that album's coming out. I love right. it. Right. Yeah. I think it'd be cute to like videotape them doing it. Videotape. Yeah. Is that a thing? Record. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> videotape yeah to record yeah um to like record do a video while they're answering them too that would be cute yeah yeah I love it that's what I'm working on now I love it it's wonderful thank you I'm so excited (laughs) I'm thrilled Um, to like share that with like all our listeners I feel like that's something every single listener would be like yep (laughs) like just another crafty ass female like thing we need in our life (laughs) 
I love it. Yay. Well, I was just uh, thinking about our previous conversation about Instagram. I realized that you have left Instagram. Yes. Um, and I know this is something that we were talking about over the last year about things that are serving us and things that are not serving us. And tell us about why you chose to leave Instagram and how long it's been and how it's going for you. Oh, okay. So I, I actually deleted, completely deleted my Instagram account in the middle of June. I think it was Father's Day weekend. Um, it really was kind of a long time coming. Um, short answer of why I ended up deleting it was probably mostly just mental health issues. Uh, I don't think I was, I wasn't dealing with comparison or anything so much, but I, I was noticing that I would go on there feeling horrible and I would leave feeling worse. And I was so, um, last October, my mom passed away. And it was about a year and a half before that. So early 2016, she was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. And um, I just, like from then on, I was, I was taking frequent breaks. I would completely delete the app from my phone. Um, I just didn't, I wasn't in a place to share about it. I also didn't want to make everything seem like it was okay. Like I wasn't just going to post a random project I was working on just for the sake of posting something. And I also, uh, my mom's a pretty private person, was a pretty private person. Uh, I am too. And I didn't feel like it was my place to like say, hey, this is what's going on with me if I'm not here. And I also just didn't, maybe it was an attention thing too. I just didn't want to feel like I was... uh, bringing attention to anything that wasn't my right so um yeah over that time I was just on and off with it I it really was just in the back of my mind and then when she passed away in October um I'd go back on and I was I was completely just numbing out on there Mm -hmm. like I would just go on and scroll and there were things that I was ignoring like around me and just within myself that I just was not handling well and I would go on there not not just Instagram but whatever uh yeah I guess numbing is the best way to describe what I felt like I was doing on there and then I'd catch myself and I'm like oh okay we're we're done like delete it again and get off of it um but yeah so since then I've got I'm I'm better like I, I feel like I'm processing my grief and all of that, but I, it just, um, there's so many little things that were bothering me about it. Just the, like I, I wasn't seeing the people that I really wanted to see their stuff or the ad, like the ads, it's a, a minor thing. It's annoying, but it was there. Um, 
and I'd go through phases of like, we've all heard of like, well, if someone's not, if you don't like someone's account, then just unfollow them. And I, I'd done that. Yeah. But it wasn't, it still wasn't getting to the root. Yeah. Of what was making me feel like crap. Mm -hmm. And that, that was all I felt like within my control. I can't control what's going to show up on my screen. Right. Unfortunately, like we could back in the day, right? We had a little more control. Uh, yeah. So it, and uh, like the time spent too, I, yeah, I wasn't spending a ton of time on it, but I, I but wanted five minutes. Uh, right. And I knew I could be spending that in a different way, whether it was working on this damn art journal that I'm trying to work on, like, right. um, like that's going to help me process things. Totally. A whole Even lot better. Like five minutes of headspace or meditation yeah. or like anything. Yeah. If it's cluttering your mind, then it's, it's just not. What is, what do you say, Amanda? It, is it adding to your life or subtracting? Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And, and we've talked in the past, too, about how sometimes something will be adding and in a millisecond, just a millisecond longer mm -hmm. on it, it will start to subtract. And then we, we cognitively try to say, but wait, just yesterday I was being inspired by this, but now yeah. today it's totally taking away. And I just think it's, we talked about this in Awesome Ladies Live on the panel, just the constant checking in to yourself and recognizing when it's switched or when it's changed and yeah, because I think there's a level of it where when you want to be creative and you want to share, like I feel like we always talk about all the time, Kristen's whole message is your story matters because you know that your story can impact someone else's story or whatever. So yeah. you all, so as a crafty ass female knowing that and then as a memory keeper, especially we know that like that's a lot of the reason we memory keep. So we want that thread to keep going. But if in order for that thread to keep going, it's subtracting for our, from our life, then we need to check into that. Like, I feel like there's, there's a little bit of us that self-checks and we say, wait, I should be liking this or whatever. And then I think, you know, it's almost guilty that we feel we're not getting our story out there if we feel like it could help. But then we can't help anyone if it's not making us feel inspired to help. Right. And it's so hard to see. Yeah. Like I... Like, well, how can so-and-so feel so okay? Well, she's mm -hmm. posting every day, twice a day, whatever, or like all the stories. How are they feeling okay? And I'm not. Right. Like I felt something like my wiring was off or, or something. I was the best way to describe right. it. Sometimes I think it takes a really hard time in our life to like pop into ourselves and go, wait a minute like I can't like what am I really spending my time on like I think like the whole social media is trying is is stuff that's our our brain is not used to functioning with so we're trying to adapt to this new way that people are communicating and working but it takes a real life thing off the screen for us to go whoa wait I'm yeah. I'm trying to reprogram myself with this screen in my face most of the day and life is telling me that's not what we've always done yeah. And you know what I mean? And then and yeah. then we feel off about the new programming. Right. And, and that's I, what happened to me. Like when I had shared certain things about my mom being sick and passing away, like people were incredibly supportive. Right. But I, that wasn't, 
it wasn't as helpful as me trying to grow my own real life support system. So that's what I had to focus on. And I still wanted like to have contact with the people that really were into what I was doing on Instagram. So yeah. No, so now you have a newsletter. So I started a newsletter. Yeah. Which is kind of, I mean, it's different, I guess. I don't know any other, maybe I just don't follow scrapbookers that have like a, a newsletter just for writing, not for like sharing anything. So, and so that was part of the thing too. Like I wanted to do something that I, uh, that I sought out in other people. So I really kind of enjoy long form emails, no photos, um, not a ton of links, like not a link roundup or anything. Those are cool occasionally, but I didn't, I didn't want to give people one more thing to consume or to click and have all these tabs open. So, um, I followed your newsletter since I found out you were Nicole Reeves, duh. And you're, I, I'm the same way. I've been really gravitating toward people's newsletters. And I've heard this for a while that like, oh, well, if, even if you have an Instagram or this or that, get a newsletter. And that that's like the people who are most invested will, will subscribe. And that that could be your hub and the thing that you have control over again, like we were all saying in the beginning. And I loved your last one and how Morgan found out you were the tooth fairy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just, that to me was what blogging, what appealed to me about blogging is these right, little yeah. things and the fact that it was a memory keeping, but it's someone else. And you're getting the pieces of information that are life, that aren't the show. Like right. that's what I feel like is Instagram now and these social medias, they've just become the show. Well, you used to be able to subscribe to blogs. Like you could, <gasps> yeah, the way you used, like that. The way emails show up in your inbox was the way blog posts would show up in your RSS feed. And it would be like, oh, okay. I would open my computer, click on my browser, and read the stuff from my friends. And what they were... And the content that they were putting out was not at all to try and be the elite. It was right. just the stuff that was happening and the things they were making. And you were like, yeah. And it wasn't like a stupid <laughs> infomercial. It wasn't like, yeah. buy my Vitamix from Target <laughs> with like stripes. It was like, here's this scrapbook page that I made. Here's exactly how I did it. Here's step by step. There was no video because, like, that was not a thing. (laughs) Like, if you made video, right? If if you made video, it was because you mounted your DSLR up on a podium, and it was you put it up. It was like a thing. You wouldn't put it in a block. Like, yeah, it was special. Yeah, yeah, and you spent the time to do that because you wanted to, because you wanted to share it. Not because you're trying to hustle someone else's product. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then the, the only product you hustled was the product that you loved because that's the only stuff that was out there. Yeah. And I still think that there's this core need for the craftiest females that loved it then for that reason to still have it now. I just think we're all confused. I think there's way too much messages and way too much stimulus and we're thinking one thing but feeling another thing. So I think I think that's the state we're in now. But I love that you've I feel like you've kind of tapped into it, like kind of where a lot of us are feeling we want to go or 
Yeah, and I, I love that we're kind of learning about it together through this conversation and through, you know, yeah. Yeah, I think it's important <laughs> that, like, we all take that little time to say, hey, this is not working for me. And if I continue down this path, then it's not it's not going to be good. Right. And to not be afraid that to do something differently just because yeah. everyone else that you've been following for years is doing X doesn't mean that you need to do X. Right. That it's that can... whole like mom thing of, you know, would you jump off a bridge just because your friends <laughs> are jumping <laughs> off a bridge? Yeah. And so like at Awesome Ladies Live, this conversation kind of trailed into self-care because that's mm -hmm. what, you know, it was a great theme of that weekend. And so, so at this point, how would you feel that self-care is kind of working its way in? Yeah, it's a daily thing. I, to me, it's meant just recognizing how I feel and how I want to feel and, mm -hmm. and doing the things that are going to make me feel that way. Mm -hmm. So like this whole year, I've a couple of the big things that I wanted were just like an inner calm or peace mm -hmm. and mental clarity. So uh, I started writing, like at the beginning of the year, my habit for the year was going to be, I was going to sit down and write for 20 minutes every day. And it could be what's going on with me or uh, something that could potentially be content for mm -hmm. the blog, or I hadn't started the newsletter yet, but I, I knew I wanted to. Um, so yeah, I, the writing has been a big thing. So just to get stuff out of my head, not for any other reason, really. Yeah. And I feel like there are seasons for pullback and then seasons to share. And it, yeah. it constantly fluctuates. And like even now, you, you're sharing here with us all that you needed to pull back and do. Like, you know what I mean? Like we, I almost don't trust the people that never turn off and always share every day. Like then what right. are you when are you pulling back? Like when are you pulling back to introspect to know what to share or yeah. or knowing what to say what worked because you're never figuring out what worked because you're always wanting to make sure you share. I saw in your newsletter that you're like, you think you know what you're going to do for December Daily this year. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I got some stuff um, ordered, stuff from Allie. The last few years I've kind of just used what I had. I think I did a kit. I did use a kit um, last year. But I like to just kind of work with what I have and yeah. I seem to go on and off with, well, if I don't have much, I'm going to buy a kit. Yeah. Or if I have a lot here, I'm just going to use what I have. So, um, yeah, I don't have a whole lot this year. So I did end up getting yeah. um, a kit and a bunch of other little goodies. And I'm I've got an yeah. album here that I'm going to use. So Yeah, me too. And I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. You're... I feel like for people who are listening that could just, you know, visit your web, like your style of memory keeping and scrapbooking is so good. I feel like anyone that'll check, I love like how you've presented on your website. I love that we can click and kind of like look through. And I think like anyone, no matter what level they are, could pull some inspiration from your stuff. Yeah, yeah. You're, so, you're very approachable. Yes. I feel like it's, it's not minimal, but it isn't crazy. And it's so on point and modern and trendy. And uh -huh. 
and you do those subtle innovative things like if you're crafty you could pick up like oh look what she did there i see it like you know i just i love it so i encourage everyone to kind of visit your space and subscribe to your newsletter because i'm assuming that's what you'll share december daily like if they want to yeah from you that's <laughs> why I, I tend to um like talk about what i'm going to do before i actually do it yeah so like i i shared back in I don't know, July when I was done with my hundred day project that I was done, but like, I didn't even blog about it until right. this week. So yeah, I share what I'm working on with them before it ever hits the blog. So totally. And that's such a good working system that, you know, like, I love that you were just able to share that that's how you're working. Like that it's again, smarter, not harder. You're like, Hey, I need this time to work on it. So I'll share a bit about it now and you'll find out about it later. Like yeah. I love that working system. Cause again, maybe other people are every single day, what they're doing, they're sharing, they're sharing, but that works for them and you're learning what works for you. Yeah. And I love that so much. And I feel like a newsletter allows you to do that. A newsletter is another way to contextualize what you want to share and your way so you can explain oh hey newsletter so here's what I'm gonna be doing as opposed to like a blog that just would be here's what I did right so I love that part of a newsletter that it can it makes because I'm I realize my number one value is communication so if there's a way I can communicate to you what's going on right right I love it I love it so much I also love that part of the December daily process of the like the prep work the prep and that's the thing I love that Allie's like cultivated over the last 15 years, is it now? Because we're all have been doing this for a really long time, at least a decade, more than a decade. It's been it's been more than a decade. Um, But like, you know, set yourself up for success. Because, like, December is a crazy month. There's a lot going on. And, like, if you want to actually document this whole crazy process and do it on, like, a daily or semi-daily basis and have it look cool, you need to set it up. And then you get to do all the... My favorite part is, like, the crafting thing. And I'm like, oh, okay this is what I want page one to look like. And this is what I want page two to look like. And I definitely have like some of my favorite and most cool blog posts on my blog from like 10 years ago and eight years ago and six years ago are my December daily prep posts. Yeah. So good. That's when I pulled out my like, you know, Hambly screen print <laughs> transparencies. Oh, Say no more. <laughs> If I, I'm going to give some unsolicited advice. We love don't, it. Don't go crazy looking at what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah, I don't know. Spread out your supplies and figure out what you want to include. I know a lot of people have a hard time not, um, not knowing what to document every day. And Allie's had awesome posts on her blog about like just different ideas of, um, what to document so you're not repeating yourself as the month goes on. But yeah, I think that can be really overwhelming if you're not quite sure or like give yourself a time limit of how much yeah. you're going to search on Pinterest or other people's yeah. blog posts and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's important to like get to the heart of why you're doing it 
Right. And not compare like or try to duplicate what someone else is doing. Right. And what's funny is like I've been memory planning for a lot of years now. And like last year, like I was like, for some reason in my head, again, we make these rules or we think it's all these supposed to's. Like, I'm like, oh, well, do I need a separate album for December? And then I was just like, no. I was like, I'm just going to continue memory planning in December. And that is my December daily. Like, that's yeah. what I, but like the fact that I get to use a Christmas sticker or like, then it, it makes it December daily. Like, I don't feel like anyone needs to like totally pivot on what they're already doing that's working. Just know that like, December daily is documented in December. That's it. It's just yeah. called something else. You can buy a special kit for it or not. Like you're saying, like, yeah, like just document your December. And there's this community of women that call it December daily. And we're happy to celebrate with you. Like, yeah, do it your yeah, way. Right. Yeah. 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 So, And if you are really into journaling, Shamel Lane has a class called Journal Your Christmas. And um, the thing that's really cool about that is if you sign up once, you get access to it every single year moving forward. Um, And it is really journaling heavy. If you are looking for journaling prompts, like one day if you really want to journal, it's awesome. And uh, it's a great addition to your December daily. It's a great um, alternative if you want to like art journal and add lots of journaling. If you want to just like open up Evernote or, you know, notes on your phone and journal that way. I guess, you know, our point is just tell your story because that's that's what crafty ass females do. Yeah. And it's important and it's cool. And even if you just do it once or twice or three times in December, you'll be glad that you have that to look back on. Yeah. And even if you think that none of your stuff changes or none of your stuff is important or you go to work and that's the same every single day, Find something interesting, you know, like, what's your favorite holiday song? You know, what's your favorite Mariah Carey Christmas song? Or, you know, what's, what do you want for the holidays? Or even if you don't celebrate any holidays at all, what are your, make top 10 lists for the end of the year. What were your favorite films or books or movies or TV shows or characters? Just Go with it. Yeah. Nicole, do you start on the 1st of December to this Christmas, or is it all December? Do you start at Thanksgiving? Like, when is your December daily time? It depends on the year. I think the last few years I started Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. It, so it's dependent on when. Yeah, it just depends on the year, because yeah. sometimes we'll get our tree, like, that weekend yeah, I guess it just depends on how Thanksgiving falls and everything. Yeah, and like when um, you really feel it starts, like right. Um, yeah, it it depends. Sometimes it's been December first. Sometimes it's been that weekend. Yeah. Before, especially if Thanksgiving's really close to the end of the month. Right, Thanksgiving's early this year. I think it's the twenty second. Okay. Yeah, I think there's another whole weekend yeah. in there. Okay. Yeah. So I like this year. I told I wouldn't be starting probably till December first, but. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I just want to know. Yeah, that's fine. I'm excited. We're having a big Thanksgiving. Ooh. And uh, so maybe I'll do a whole Thanksgiving mini album too. Yeah. Or like, yeah. I I, I like Thanksgiving being in December daily. In the past, I've done that. Like, I just feel like once it's Thanksgiving, that's like December daily day one. Because that's what. Right. That's what. 
eases the suit. Or I like, got one of those. Or like the prequel, the, the the beginning. What do you call that part of the book? Yeah, no, you're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I got one of those three by eight albums from Allie, so I they're smaller. So I don't think I'm going to be able to fit a, a week and a half of November and all of December in there. Yeah. So I might have to. That's the size I did last year was three by eight. I love those that's albums. A, that's a long, Jama- like this. Yeah. Like Jamaica that. came out with those um, yeah. acrylic albums. Yeah. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with everything she does. But um, yeah. yeah, that's the size I did last year. It was really cool. I like having, uh, I don't know, limitations, I guess, on mm-hmm. like my supplies and size. Because some yes. people are like, how can you do one day in just that little amount of space? Yeah. I'm like, I loved it. Oh, yeah. And the reason is because I can do it. <laughs> That's the reason. Because when it's small, I know it'll get done. Right. 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 Yeah. And it's it's you put yourself in a box and then you creatively get yourself out of the box right i think that's so helpful. that's a work okay. smarter not harder thing it is okay so like that is our theme for season three so i'd love to hear how you have been working smarter and not harder in your life okay so i have a bazillion ideas on this but i'll share what i can <laughs> Um, and there's always after chatter. Right, right. <laughs> um, so part of it for me is just knowing when I am most, like have the most energy, when I'm the most productive. So for me, that is as soon as I get home from dropping off my kids, uh, that's like my time to work and be productive. So I just kind of have those hours available to me to do um, my most creative work, I guess writing usually comes first um, and not fill that time with like answering emails or folding laundry because I'm great at getting distracted around the house and piddling around. Um, So like that stuff I'll save for when the battery's a little lower. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And well, stuff like that I can do when my kids are around, right? I don't need to be doing that when they're at school. Um, And then another thing along the whole distraction line is, keeping my phone away from me, like put it in another room or across the room or something. And I'll keep like a little notebook near me. And whenever I have that, like something triggers me to like, Oh, I need to look up whatever, or I need to check that app and do this thing and whatever. I'll just write it down. So then when I'm done with whatever I'm doing, then I have, this list maybe it's one thing or eight things and I can look at it then or even yeah. by that point it's like it wasn't even a big deal to begin with it was just me right. wanting to go um right the like impulse. break my flow yeah, yeah and go check something um gosh what else that's really smart though mm-hmm. that's yeah. such a smart move I love that because, I mean, sometimes we do need to get on our phone and check something yeah. or, like, I use my phone as my camera 98% yeah. of the time. So if I'm going to take photos, I'm going to make a list of what I need to photograph, whether it's for a blog post or Smart. something, and then just do them all at once and not, oh, I'm going to go take a picture of this one thing and then 
Cause then is when you swipe and you start looking at checking your email and whatever else. Yeah. I've been guilty of opening my phone for one one reason. And then a screen pops up that I didn't close and then completely forgetting. Right. Right. Yep. All of the notifications. Yeah. Yeah. Push, um, do you want push notification now? <laughs> and you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, you just like can't push no like fast enough when it pops up. I love it. I love it. One other thing, if I can share it, is more of a mindset thing. Please. Um, thinking about like instead of getting frustrated with, with what my roles or responsibilities are like outside of work and things like that um thinking that i get to do something instead of i have to do something so like there's a i'm a stay-at-home mom and i get i get to be at home and work on my own thing and contribute financially for my family um but in the past that's come with some resentment Hmm. and i am more like looking to my husband and I as more of a team, like he gets to do X because I'm here or I get to do whatever because he is out at work. Mm -hmm. So we both get to do things because of our, what we're doing as individuals and not uh, getting caught in that resentment. And Amanda, you were talking about communication. Like you just got to talk to each other. Right. So not, either one of us thinking that we have to do like we're respond main responsible mainly responsible for whatever um so that's been yeah. just something that i'm always working on but that that's you're not so- you're not alone yeah so yeah. especially if you're in a household that you're living with other people whether it's your partner your spouse your kids like yeah. don't so- go ahead i'm sorry just don't be the martyr and think you need to be the big and bad. I'm doing everything and you're doing nothing. (laughs) So. And that's so good because when you think you have to do something, the work feels harder because you are in a state of mind that you feel like you're trudging. But when you say to yourself, I get to do it, it almost lightens it. And it's such a smarter way to go about it because it doesn't feel as hard. And so just right. the mind shift makes it makes you working smarter, not harder. I love that. Right. Like I, so by the end of the day and I'm like, it's time to make dinner for everyone. And like, that's a tiny bit of the reason, like I stay home. I, I get to pick my kids up from school and come home and help them with their homework. And I get to make a home cooked meal. We're not like going out and getting takeout that was part of the deal right like was that that's what we wanted and that's just part of my responsibility with it so it's just a little mind shift tweak I guess so I love it and it it works wonderfully for us so one more question we have before our currently round is our less more question what are you wanting less of in your life and what are you wanting more of in your life? Always less screens. Um, even with Instagram being gone, I it's still it's still always there, right? Um, and then less busy work. 
Yeah. Yep. Just like the, the yep. little piddling around stuff. I actually just yesterday started a list in my notebook of just little things that keep coming to mind that I think they're not urgent or important. Um, eventually I'd like to get them done, but I don't have to get them done today or next week or anything. So I just started a separate list of all that little stuff that if I have five minutes to tackle one, then cool. But if not, I don't need to be spending, like we were talking about those most productive hours of our day. I don't know, doing all that little stuff. Um, More, what do I want more of? More sleep. Yeah, (laughs) always. Um, I get that. More conversations. I've loved this. I'm a total, we were talking about this at Awesome Ladies Live about being introverted and um, I still love stuff like this though. Like I went to, uh, um, have you heard of Creative Mornings? It's like all over, they're all over the world, but they like, there are local chapters in big cities. So I went to one of those yesterday. It's totally out of my comfort zone, but it's usually in a really cool place in Detroit and um, they bring in some speaker that there's like a theme every month and the speaker comes in and talks about that theme and, and it's free, it. right? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, know. Yeah. I will definitely link to that. Those are, those are awesome. Um, yeah, those are my, those are my big things and part That's of that awesome. is getting out of the house. So yeah, I like yeah. scheduling little creative field trips for myself to just a reason to get out and go to a cute coffee shop and go do something outside of here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Good. Yeah. So, okay. So let's conclude this episode with our currently round based off the currently card that Kristen has uh, for everyone to use in their crafty projects or not or daily. But so we thought let's orally do it on the podcast. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what are you currently watching? Comedians and cars getting coffee. Oh, so good. Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. I wasn't really big into Seinfeld back in the day, but, like, I really get him now. Maybe yeah. age. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I'm so with you with that. Who's, your, who's been your favorite guest? Oh. Oh, my gosh. Fred. What's his last name? It starts with an A. Art. <laughs> Artist. Yeah. Kristen loves him. Wait, no, I don't. <laughs> I know. You no. don't, Fred Armisen. I didn't think I was gonna like that one. It was, it was funny, <laughs> and I've liked like Tina Fey and Julia yeah. Dreyfus. I uh, liked uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah, I like Peyton that. Oswald. Mm. Patton, not Peyton. Patton yeah. Oswald. There's so many good ones. <laughs> I I really like. That's so I'm sorry, funny. Kristen. Yeah. Did you really not like him? I didn't know. No. I really didn't know who he was. Yeah, I think he's evil. Funny. Yeah, there's a lot of backstory for Kristen and him. Oh, but man, I love that, that you loved there's it. There's not that much backstory. <laughs> or well, what show is backstory he? on him? Why you don't like him? No, I just I got baited and switched into watching this television <laughs> show that he was on, and it's is it Portlandia? No, it was this new one on Amazon called Forever, and it was just, it was a very wasted four hours of my life <laughs> after not watching, like, n- I watched zero television all summer, 
And then I got really beaded and switched. Hi, Jeffrey. <laughs> it, he, everyone said it was good, and then it wasn't good. <laughs> it was, I, was not, I was not happy. Oh, no. Well, I'm a proponent for you watching that episode of Comedians Having Coffee within the car thing and see if you change your mind. <laughs> I'm soured on a yeah. lot of television right now. We'll see. If, we'll see. I love it. How fall television does. Start, with, yeah, start with a themselves. different one then. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if they redeem themselves in my eyes. I love it. What are you currently reading? Um, it's a print publication called The Dispatch by Folk okay. Rebellion. It's, I love it so much. It's like a, it's like a newspaper, but it, yeah. it, it oh yeah, every, cool. um, every month or so. And they've all got a theme and they're full of like essays from just normal people. There's some interviews in the front about whatever the theme is they've done. Um, a productivity one, uh, the rebel issue was their first one. They're kind of, I don't know if I can describe them adequately. They're like, uh, they're trying to get people like, like uh, slow living kind of get offline and live right your life kind of thing i think they're amazing i really like them but it's big it's like a newspaper it takes me like the whole month to read it and there's no there's hardly any ads they call them sponsors like they hand pick people yeah. companies they think would fit within like their thing so i love it that's so awesome i love it and it's, it's like going against that word you used before like piddling like you want to get rid of the piddling i love that word that's what you said, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, like everything you're describing is like these longer form, like take your time, like kind of like an ocean wave. Like there's nothing piddling about an ocean wave, and I love that. I think anything that makes that energy come into us yeah. is better. I love it. It's very intentional. Yes. 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 What are you currently listening to? Oh, a lot. Um, I'm listening to like anything Chris Cornell, like Audio Slave and Soundgarden. Um, there's a when I'm writing, if I want some music, I can't listen to like anything with words. Yeah. Um, there's a playlist on Spotify called Peaceful Piano that I really mm -hmm. like. Um, but yeah, that's that would be the main thing. Nice. I like a I like like a heavy rock. Nice. <laughs> I love it. What are you currently making? Right now I am updating my kids' school albums. I set them up kind of like that 20 questions book that they're already, they've got page protectors in them. And usually each fall I update from the previous school year. So like photos and classwork and stuff like that. I actually have a couple classes on big picture classes about how to set up an album or how to catch up which i was in that mode last year so yeah that's awesome um, that's what i'm that's what's on my desk right now we'll definitely link to those big picture classes so people can check those out if they just have little ones that started or want to start that album that's so good and then just like 20 questions they can pull it every school year yeah once you set it up you just have i mean that is the hard part is what pictures am i going to put in and like just weeding through all of their paperwork and stuff like that, which I kind of talk about in the class, but I, I just go through that every, like every month yeah. I'll go through whatever they have instead of waiting till the end of the school year. You probably know Amanda, like you can just stacks, yeah. stacks of 
Yeah. All the stuff they bring home. So mountains of paper is a very under talked about aspect of education system. Yeah. Mountains <laughs> of mountains. Yes. So yes, organize anything to organize them. Great resource. Love it. So good. What are you currently feeling? Oh, I feel free. Mm, good word. I love it. Of Instagram. which i've been feeling too just free of feeling the need to post i guess i don't know what i want to do with it yeah i love it what are you currently planning uh thanksgiving getaway (laughs) where are you going about free so my in-laws have a condo down in florida naples area and a few years ago we went down there for thanksgiving and we had Thanksgiving dinner on the beach. Uh, that's amazing. amazing. The kids made hand pies and we had like, not the traditional dinner, but like we made turkey sandwiches from like the cart, like carved the turkey and then made sandwiches and had all kinds of easy sides that aren't going to get sand in them. And <laughs> My hands kids- are up like just in praise of that idea. <laughs> like, so great. So yeah. good. And then we were there for sunset and it was so cool. So we're going to try to do that again this year. We might drive down instead of fly. That would be an adventure. So, yeah. yeah. That'll be awesome. Yeah. We'll see about that. Yeah. What are you currently loving? Oat milk lattes. Mmm. Is that random? Cool. You yeah. said oat milk? Oat milk. I've never heard of it. Yeah. There's an oat milk brand called Oatly that there's a few coffee shops around here that have it. And I tried one randomly. I'm trying to limit my dairy. Um, But yeah, it was so good. Yum. Because normally, like, if I have, like, an almond milk one, I'm like, oh, like, it's it's not the same. Yeah. That was a waste of $5. But um, yeah, they're delicious. So if anyone is also not a dairy consumer, cow's milk consumer, then nice. I'm gonna be on the yeah. hunt for some oat milk. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, this is so this was a great interview, girlfriend. Thank you. So it was so fun. I learned so much from you. And just your thank energy you. is so so calming. <laughs> oh gosh. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I so appreciate it. I'm excited for our after chatter chat. Me too. I think it's gonna be yeah. so wonderful. Me too. If you want to catch all of us on After Chatter, you can head over to patreon.com slash craftyassfemale and become a Patreon subscriber. It is filled with amazing and wonderful benefits and you get to support the show and hear tons of amazing After Chatter interviews at this point. We have dozens. And, uh, one more now with Nicole. It is going to be fantastic. I already know it. And you can catch that over at patreon.com slash craftyassfemale. Thank you so much. We will be back next week with another amazing show. And we love you guys so much. Thank you for being such wonderful listeners. We will catch you next week. Bye, guys.